Hey, welcome back to the Passive Buddies podcast. And today, obviously, is super, super relevant in the times that we are in right now, guys. So if you are scared and if you are worried about your finances, this is definitely the podcast for you to listen to today. We're going to cover the five steps you can protect yourself in this economy. And obviously, Brandon is possibly one of the most... The word's frugal, isn't it? But other people say tight. Um, he's one of the most frugal people going. Um, so he's going to be able to help dive in and protect your cash flow. Um, and then we can, once we protect it, we can start looking at expanding it. What do you do when the dream of an online business makes you work harder than a day job would? The answer, you build passive income. On the Passive Buddies podcast, we cover the myths behind passive income and how to build true financial and time freedom. Welcome to the Passive Buddies podcast. Good morning, buddy. Good morning, my passive buddy. How are you doing? Yeah, no, I'm good, mate. I'm good. Obviously, I've been up a few hours. I'm on my second, third cup of tea. Um, So jealous. And it's not raining. So woohoo! Right yourself? That is a great day for you. No cloudiness. Just uh, that's awesome. I'm... um, I am still uh, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. My eyes are still a little bit glazed over from uh, being up so early, but a coffee is in my near future, and I'm really excited about that. But I'm really excited about how we can help people protect themselves in this type of economy. And you know what, mate? Like, I think this one is its probably one of our most vital podcasts at this moment in time um, in terms of yeah, our topics. I think it came to, I think it hit realization. Like, do you remember? I seen an interview with Elon Musk the other day, and he was saying, like, people, or someone was telling Elon Musk, like, they're literally, people are crying and so scared about the electricity and the energy prices. And he, like, you could see, like, he was welling up. He was like, I didn't realize it was that bad. Obviously, being the richest man on earth, obviously, it's not going to, it's not going to feel that bad for him. But obviously, for everyday people, it's even harder, isn't it? We need to be able to protect those people and help them survive and thrive in this chaos. Yeah, I mean, it's funny because when we moved to Texas, we gas is gas was like a dollar something a gallon, and I think you guys go by liters in the UK, right? Yeah. So, yeah. I was listening to some crazy, um, I was looking at doing the math and someone did the math online and they were saying, yeah, it's like $2 per liter. And then you do the math and it's like actually $10 a gallon in the UK. Well, here it's like maybe $5. So the UK definitely is hurting. And obviously the United States is hurting and, and we're, we're first world countries. So you can only imagine what. Uh, developed, uh, underdeveloped countries are doing. I want to say third world countries, but that's not, inc- that's incorrect because that's more of talking about the side of the war people were on. A lot of people don't know that, but in, in developed or underdeveloped countries where it's really hard just to get water, um, I could imagine what they're going through right now. Yeah, it said like, obviously, the, I always quite quote Star Wars. There's always, a, there's always a bigger fish, there's always a bigger problem. Right. Um, and it's just one of them, isn't it? Like, obviously, we're moaning about gas prices. People have to walk four or five miles of water. But yeah. as much as, like, that is painful, that's probably not going to help our audience. So she'd just go, oh, yeah, well, people are worse off than you. Oh, that's the end of the podcast. <laughs> um, no, obviously, we appreciate that. And obviously, what we're trying to get at is, like, all around the world, no matter what where we're talking, obviously, like... It's a bit hard right now, isn't it? Um, right. So we're going to talk about exactly 
what you can do to sort of like ease the pain and potentially thrive as well. So, right. and, and these five steps can be used anywhere. I mean, it doesn't matter if you're in a, a amazing country, like the countries we live in, or even in other countries that are still amazing, but are, you know, having much a harder time. So number one, uh, track and manage your expenses. Um, make sure that you're like, like Brian said, I'm a tightwad and very frugal uh, in the very beginning. So of the podcast, so being able to minimize your spending habits, uh, maybe you see if you can start working from home if you have a nine to five to cut down on gas uh, and your miles on your car. If you can r- stop spending as much money going out, going to groups, uh, to restaurants, going to the bar or the pub, you know, all these things add up and they are expensive in the grand scheme of things. You can really, I mean, sure, $100 for a meal uh, or $50 for a meal is quite expensive, but that $100 could pretty much pay for groceries for a week for a family. I think we spend about, for me, my wife, we spend about on average, um, I would say $150 a week for food. Um, maybe, and we don't have kids. So, I mean, that's obviously, it's going to be different for you guys. But um, oh yeah, <laughs> it, 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 you do need to make sure that you are tracking your expenses. There are some great apps out there like Mint, um, like Truebill. These are apps that uh, take your, they connect to your bank accounts. They see where all your spending is and they see what your biggest problems are. Uh, so that would be Mint where you can see exactly where your problem areas are in the whole grandest scheme, like whole, whatever I was going to say, uh, the whole, yeah, yeah. So when you are tracking your expenses, you can see where your spending habits are and you can reduce them. And then there's Truebill, which allows you to, uh, it will, they will actually call your subscription company. So like your insurance company, your phone bill, um, all these different uh, expenses and try and lower them by talking them to, uh, to reduce the expenses. The thing I love about Truebill is I think it's there's different um, levels that you can spend. I think the cheapest one is even a dollar. I think you can even say how much you want to spend. So that's even a, a nice little thing there. But in doing so, you can... Um, they will reduce your expenses. They'll talk them to say, hey, can we lower this insurance? But they get a cut of what they've actually uh, reduced. So say, for instance, you're paying 100 they talk it down to 50. I think they get uh, the difference of like $20. So the money goes to them. It's pretty cool uh, concept. So definitely check that out. What are some uh, tips you have on reducing and managing your expenses? So obviously like the the first ones are the restaurants, aren't they? The restaurants, the bars and the pubs, they're the first thing to go. And it's such a shame, but you can still have such a, you can still have a, a good night. Like we like, we do like stay at home dates Um, we don't do them as often as we used to, as we used to, but like, we'd like, I'd like cook a, like a really nice meal. We'd get dressed up or you, Oh, mainly cool. because of the kids like because if she finding a babysitter for three three kids is a little bit difficult um right. so we'd like send all the kids to bed obviously like we'd, we'd dress up we'd wear something nice and we'd like do a meal and you know what some of those were actually really really fun and quite enjoyable and it was a lot cheaper than having the those either go out the restaurant and obviously the wine and dine um yeah. so those type of scenarios like 
you can still create those environments. You can still just because you're at home, it doesn't mean you don't like you can't have fun. Like instead of going to a bar, you could have a barbecue and invite people around. And it's like obviously people bring their own beer, and then there's like you can still do those type of things. Um, probably barbecues not in the UK because it's never sunny. But if you're in the US, laughing. Um, so you can still create those experiences even by living a little bit tighter. Um, you've just got to be creative with those things. Um, the yeah. second thing, obviously, when you're talking about reducing your spending, like you, you spoke about groceries. Now, what is becoming very, very popular right now um, is going back to growing your own. Like growing your own. I'm, I'm, Brandon, I'm surprised you don't do this, pal. I really, really am. Um, but growing your own groceries and obviously getting that vegetables because obviously no matter what happens, if you start now, like obviously you're going to save yourself a ton of money. But if you start now, you're going to save yourself a ton of money for you in five years' time as well because obviously everything's always going to go up. That's a natural order of things. So if you can start putting these things in now, where it's like, right, okay, well, I grow my own potatoes, I grow my own ve- like vegetables, fruits, and yeah, it takes a little bit more of your time. But then at the end of the day, you've saved so much money. So that's another way of, because it's all about cash flow, isn't it? Like, so if you can increase your time a little bit by, I don't know, spending a day planting some vegetables, like that's done then, isn't it? And then they just keep coming and coming and coming with a little bit of maintenance. So using those little flip sides, um, in the UK, we have an app called Snoop. Um, which sounds really, really dodgy, um, but that's the exact same as the likes of Mint and Truebill over in, in the US. I'm not quite sure who does the transfer, like who works in both or who doesn't. Um, but I think when I tried to type in Mint on my phone, it didn't come up. Um, so Snoop was the UK version I found. So that does the same, connects all your bank accounts together, um, itemizes all your bills and all that, type, and you can start to see where you can play and where you can start reducing. Obviously, the easiest one is to cancel your Netflix account, isn't it? There's right, right, right. <laughs> there's a few dollars saved straight away. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things you can do. It's funny you said that you should start cooking. Uh, that you're, you're surprised that I'm not uh, farming my own vegetables because uh, I am not. But I've been looking into it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, me too. <laughs> I subscribe to this um, like five dollar greens. I think it's called or five minute uh, greens. And it shows you like how to cut a lemon and grow a lemon tree and uh, create like other kind of vegetables. And so um, I've been talking to my wife because we live in Texas. So we're going to have farm animals here. And I've been like wanting a pig and a chicken. Not that I would kill the pig. I wanted it as a pet, but I would like <laughs> to get a chicken uh, to have chicken and or not actually eat the chicken, but eggs because we go through a lot of eggs uh, in the morning. And so uh, all these things are pretty cool. I wanted to create like a little um, like herb or herb garden on the side yard because we just have all this land. I mean, not like we're on acres or anything, but we have a quite a big backyard and all it is is grass. And so it'd be nice to kind of have a little thing that I built myself. And I think it would be pretty cool to actually do. So definitely something that is in the the looks because I, I want to definitely do that. But uh, that brings us to number two, which is develop, still, wow, develop some skills and strengthen ones you have. So like me, I want to be a little Dr. Green Thumb and start doing a little bit of uh, 
planting and harvesting of vegetables and fruit and all sorts of different things. But you should be developing the skills that you have since you're not going to be watching Netflix and going out as much. You'll have time, more time for yourself to develop those skills. Oh, 100%. And like working on those, they call them high income skills, don't they? Skills that you can use and leverage and always be able to make money. Like one of them, like that always works for me. Like if I was ever short or needed some extra cash, the first thing I do is just go and get a commission only sales role. And obviously get the leads coming in. I was just close them, obviously, because I've been a closer for so long. It's like, right, okay, if I need some additional cash, who's got a closing role? Give me some phone calls. Let me get, and then obviously bring in the money there. Um, so those like high ticket skills, like copywriting, sales, like all these different things, you can get like an extra like thousand dollars, like two thousand dollars per month just by doing these tasks effectively. So if you do need to up, up rev and learn some new skills, definitely follow our YouTube channels because there's tons and tons of gold there, obviously to help you up level. As is, as Brandon said, if you're not watching Netflix, you may as well watch our YouTube channels. Right. And subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to the YouTube channels, because those are going to help you strengthen those skills and develop them. So, and then that brings us into starting a side hustle or a, just a side business, kind of like you said, where you would, if you had to, you would find out a commission only position. You would apply for that and get some leads and then start closing some deals. What are some other side hustles that you would start if you were uh, new or trying to save money? Obviously not like becoming Uber or anything, but because then you'd be wasting your gas. But uh, what are some other good ones? But to be fair, like obviously, even if you went like, so if you go offline first, like there's so many different things you can do. Like, so if you went and done the, what me and Brandon are going to do and grow our little like vegetables, you could sell them. So straight away, you can make a profit because people prefer the whole organic route. That in itself is a market. Um, so you could literally, whatever you were selling, you could like, or whatever you were growing, you could sell. Um, like, for instance, I, I know just going back to the herb stuff, but uh, my dad was growing strawberries. He's literally made three pots of strawberry jam out of the amount of strawberries he's had. Like, wow. So he, thankfully, he gave me a pot of strawberry jam, but you could sell it, make a bit of cash. So, but in terms of online, because it's so much easier, it's scalable. That's where we want to be looking because um, you can sit at home, you can reduce your expenses and obviously just crack on, obviously, because you've got this free time. Um, obviously, commission-only sales is always good, but it's a hard graft in terms of like you, you have to learn how to sell. So it's it's not easy to start with. Other things you can do is you go on like Upwork, Fiverr, um, all of these freelancing websites. People are always looking for like, admin, data analysts, like all these basic tasks um, that could bring in some additional cash. Um, there's things that if you were like, if you're really struggling with things like micro workers and rapid workers, um, yeah. which can give you like $25 per or 25 cents per task and the, like dead short tasks, do a few of them across the day. Obviously, you're going to build up extra income. Um, they're very low ticket. But then your higher ticket stuff is copywriting, it's sales, it's web design, like all of these skills that you're going to be learning in obviously one of our previous recommendations. You can go and sell them as services. And as you say, an extra $1,000, $2,000, $3,000 a month just by being a freelancer with some of these skills is going, going to definitely help towards obviously what's going on right now. Yeah, and I love that your your dad is growing strawberries where he could sell them just by them themselves, but then he made jam, which was then being able to charge more. So you're able to, it's like that, um, 
that, picture uh, the bananas. Yeah, or <laughs> exactly that. You could grill the bananas, or you can you know make them into something and sell them. Um, I think that's really a great idea where you can take something that costs you time in a sense, but the output is much higher because you're able to use less strawberries and you could just sell them individually, but you're making them into a jam. So it's kind of more a uh, craft in a, in a sense, and you're able to make a lot more selling them. Uh, and then you can obviously do things where you're uh, learning how to market. So you can learn how to market those strawberry, that strawberry jam. And then uh, you can create a whole team around selling a strawberry jam. I think that's really cool. And just like you said, you can go on uh, micro, uh, micro jobs, um, I forget what the, the website's called, but I think it's through Amazon. Um, there are a bunch of different uh, ways to make money online. You can check previous podcasts. I know we have a podcast coming up with the five mistakes for affiliate marketers. So you definitely want to be on the lookout for that. So all sorts of different ways to make money online. I feel like there's more ways to make money online there than... Um, I don't know. There is just, I think it's easier to make money online because then you're not driving around. You're not having to go through interviews. You're creating your own business. You can say how much you want to charge. Mm. So I think that there, and then you get to decide what your value is versus what other people are deciding. Obviously there's a marketplace in a sense, what your value is, but you can obviously be the, uh, top dog in that market and charge whatever you want. If you're solving big problems, then you can charge uh, quite a bit of money for it. Um, so, I mean, the bigger the problem you, you solve, the, the more money you're going to make. So I think that's super important to start a side hustle and have those extra, that extra income growing. And I mean, as you do it, so say you do affiliate marketing and you get a few people as time goes on, that might actually replace your day job. Um, and then you're able to really just work from home and reduce all your expenses. Because to be honest, to have a nine to five is kind of expensive. I mean, having to buy clothes for work, having to drive to work, having to uh, drive and use gas and use your time, having to, um, I already said clothes, uh, lunch, lunch, lunch you know, pack coffee your, in the pack morning. Your now, all these things definitely add up, uh, especially if you're ha- having to go out to lunch every uh, every day and not make your own lunch from home. I mean, obviously, you can make your own lunch from home and then bring it to work. But then if you like tuna and you're trying to microwave a tuna sandwich and then it smells at the whole office and then everyone thinks she's a tuna guy, not that I've ever had that experience. But, um, Are you sure? <laughs> it felt like a bit tense but then. It was like, um, <laughs> no, right, I've got tissues. <laughs> I've never had a nine. I, I, I think I had a nine to five like years ago. I was a personal trainer. We, we'll have that topic for another time. But number four <laughs> is buying the dip. Even if it's a couple dollars uh, every month or a couple dollars every day, there are apps out there that is called that you can use that do dollar cost averaging, which is where you put a set amount of money that you can afford. Obviously, this is not financial advice, but for me, I set it up an app where, um, it, like either Webull or some of the other financial ones, um, crypto.com, where you can uh, set up a $5 or $100 a month or whatever that is that automatically just takes that out, 
doesn't matter the time, doesn't matter what the market is doing. It just buys, uh, you know, that's why it's called dollar cost averaging because it's averaging out how much you invest every single month. So you set a price and since the market has dipped in some like, I think Netflix is down 70%. I think, um, Bitcoin is down 70 or 60%. So all of these, you're getting everything at a discount and really the money that is made in financial hardships are during these times because people are buying the dip because just with inflation, like we're going through now, just do as time goes on, you know what they say that the best time to invest was 10 years ago. And imagine if you invested in Bitcoin 10 years ago and the best time to invest is now because in 10 years, you're going to be wishing that you could have bought 10 years ago. And that's why you should be always investing in yourself and investing in your future, your financial future with uh, investment vehicles. What are, uh, what are some things that you do to buy the dip? So you say, like, it's always like... It's always like finding finding those things. If you're not like if you're not into your stocks and your shares and stuff like that, it, it can become a bit overwhelming. Because and one bit of advice, like I would say, is it's like when you when you see the dips happen, like don't look at the don't look at what's happening right now. If you wanted to go and take a ten year span of what's happened to that stock, and you will see like even the dips, you will see over the ten years it goes up regardless you have something crazy has to happen for the obviously the company just to go completely down um but like if you're buying in, in solid companies that have been around for decades that are going to be around for decades like even buying at a dip where you're like oh no it's like obviously the everything's going wrong everything self-corrects itself okay nobody ever falls stumbles and stays down so the stock markets will correct themselves like you will it will go up. So if you're buying at the lower price, as you say, Brandon's best, and he uses it so many times, like his best way of looking at this is the stock hasn't gone down, you get a discount because eventually the price goes back up. So if you go at that mentality and look at, even if you're just buying something small but consistent over a long period of time, I'll make a massive, massive difference. Like these foundational steps that you can put in today, like as we said, the minimization, the side hustle, what you're doing is you're you're creating a better life for you in five years, five years time. Like you are literally protecting future you. You are giving future you the freedom to do what you want by you having the confidence, listening to this podcast and taking action on these things. What you're doing is you won't feel the effect today but you will feel the effect in five years' time and you'll be thankful you listened to this podcast, you followed out the instructions and you cracked on. Yeah, it's, I mean, you're, you have to think of how compound interest works. It's insane that you can literally, in 40 years, make a million dollars just by investing. I think it's $100 a month if you invest at the start of like 20. By the time you're like 65 you have a million dollars, but if you started, I think at 30, you only have like 600,000 or, or, or less. And it's because of the power of compound interest that you're able to do that. And the people that are really, that make it, and I think we've said this in a previous podcast, are people that think in decades, 
versus people that think in weeks or quarters or years, because obviously if you think in decades and you think long-term, you're thinking how you can protect your future. And with that, you need to start building relationships and deepen the ones you have because uh, we're all in this together. And so if you can start building those good relationships, you know, add us on YouTube, add us on Facebook and Instagram, uh, build those relationships with people then those people are going to want you to win and you're just going to have a strong connection with those people so you can maybe collaborate um, with people in your network and really build out a solid foundation for your side hustle, uh, strengthen those skills. So having those relationships will definitely take you far. Yeah, and do you know what, mate? I'm going to use the perfect, perfect example of this, of how this has worked, but it wasn't intentional. Like, obviously, me and Brandon have known each other for years. Like, it's been it's been three, maybe three, four years now. Three years. Um, three years. Um, like, obviously, we've always been around each other. We've always, like, spoke to each other. Not, like, Less every that, single actually. day. Um, but obviously, like we've developed that relationship. Obviously, we've been we've been on a couple of talk shows together. We, we've had a good a good laugh, and then all of a sudden, obviously, we're we're together. We're obviously we're on this podcast. We've created this content for you guys, all from a relationship that started two years ago, with yeah. no intent to leverage each other at any point until it was like, right, no, now this fits, and now it's a good idea. Um, so those relationships that you can build with the right people. Um, obviously that's a whole process identifying who the right people are to put into your circle but those relationships that you can develop today can 100% pay off in two three four years time um, and obviously you might you might start your own podcast with with someone that you've connected with in the last couple of months um, and you could be having a great time get, giving loads of value and helping a ton of people which obviously really helps so networking is crucial and I go back to another one. I was recently on a YouTube live um, with a YouTube count of like, there was 9,000 subscribers. I got the highest what or the highest views out of 16 lives back to back. Um, but that recommendation come from a relationship that was developed three, four years ago. I got that recommendation, jumped onto that. Obviously, it spiked my views. It spiked everything. All from a relationship that I've nurtured over the last three years. Not every single day. Hey, how are you doing? You okay? But like just naturally, obviously, we check in from time to time. We're there for each other when we're needed, and it, it's paid off. Um, it's paid off more ways than one. But like obviously, that was the latest, the latest example of a, a three, four year relationship, all online. Never met these guys. Never, never been to Brandon's house for a barbecue. He's never invited me. Can you believe that? I know. Um, I am so rude. <laughs> um, but these relationships, I've obviously, I've never met these guys, and yet, obviously. They come in and they they make my life better, like every single day, um, all just from the the unintentional actions that they create. Yeah, I mean, it's funny because just like you said, I got into the whole online space at the end of 2019, so it'll be just about three years here in a, a couple months. And so when you when we got on this podcast, when you talked about this the other day, where we wish we did this. Uh, like in the beginning of the week, we do it typically on Wednesdays, but it's like the best start of our week because we have these conversations with about, you know, these topics, but it pumps us both up because we're so excited to really give value to, to all you guys. And it really, one, it bonds us closer because we're, you know, before we even get on, uh, the podcast, we, we talk of how's the week going and blah, 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 blah. But then we have these discussions between us 
you know, on this podcast live, not live, but, you know, recorded. And it really then again, builds and strengthens and deepens those relationships even more. And we even get to, you know, learn and joke with each other because, uh, you know, about making a little farm and, and stuff like that. So it's, <laughs> it's a good thing to have those relationships, build those relationships and strengthen them and deepen them. Like you said, 100%. Have we covered everything? Yeah, I think to sum it up, you want to track and manage your expenses, reduce them, become frugal, like, or a tightwad, like Brian said, <laughs> uh, develop skills and strengthen them, strengthen the ones that you have. If that's uh, building, learning more about jumping on YouTube or joining the Passive Buddies uh, Accelerator so that you're able to strengthen those skills. If that's starting a side hustle uh, as number three, buying and investing in your future, not financial advice, and then build and strengthen and deepen those relationships. Nailed it, mate. Absolutely nailed it. So guys, if you have stuck around to the end of this Office podcast, thank you so much. We appreciate you. Hope you've got a ton of value. If you've got any questions, guys, 100%. If you are watching the YouTube version, go and drop a comment below. Let us answer. Let us help you. Um, any recommendations you've got, and we'll, we'll, we're there for you. As usual, like, follow, subscribe, and we'll see you on the next episode. Peace. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to that latest episode of the Passive Buddies podcast. I hope you absolutely loved it and took so much value from it that you can go and make a difference in your life, in your finances, in your family's life. If you want to know more and if you want to connect with us on a more personal level, ask some questions, learn step-by-step how to make passive income online and the marketing strategies behind it, then there is a link to our free group below. Definitely click that link link join the free facebook group and let's connect and let's help you to get to your next steps see you on the next episode guys